are waking up thinking that it's got to be more to your life than it is, man, believe that it is. Believe in your heart of hearts that it is. But to get to that life, you're going to have to jump. <laughs> you're standing on the cliff of life. And you see people soaring by. You see people soaring, going to exotic places. You hear about them doing wonderful things. Maybe you look up the street and your neighbor just gets a car every year, every two years. How is he doing that? But the only way for you to soar you got to jump. All right. <laughs> Skyra of Earth. Mr. Atlas. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <sighs> so beautiful. Long time. Long time. Long wow. time. Four ish years ago or yes. so we met on the venice boardwalk yeah and i was i was young just trying to record some videos get my thoughts out there and then there you go just listening <laughs> eavesdropping <laughs> yep yep yeah and we'll be unpacking this beautiful journey of yours and how it has led to such epic productions of media that we just watched Thank you. to inspire people to jump yes to take that leap of faith i love that we'll 
we'll uh, we'll dive in. Let's uh, let's do this mm-hmm. from let's do this from a journey perspective. You were born and raised in Baltimore. Yes, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. Walk us through who you were growing up and how you found yourself getting onto this path. Um, I would definitely say I was uh, a, a pretty intelligent child. Um, my mom did a good job of keeping me out of the streets, if you will, like just keep me in programs, you know, after school programs, summer camps, stuff like that. And um, I think that I was kind of in a way set up for to be able to understand what I understand now. So I definitely had my schooling was like half public and half private, which I love. And I would not take it back because I was I love how I was able to experience the public asset or I mean um, aspect of things. But then going to this other world where it's like so private and uh, people have money and it's completely different from what I'm growing up around. So I needed to see that um, and graduated from city high school, um, just a public school again. <clears throat> now, I grew up with a dad who was very much into love. Mm. I grew up with a mom mm. who loved me, but did not show as much affection. Sorry, mom. Um, but that is important, though, because, I, again, the contrast is what breeds the evolution. So I dealt with a, a fair amount of contrast growing up. Um, my dad really, really wanted me to move to California. Um, he was very adamant about that. He did not feel that I was fit for Baltimore. And I, he felt that my mind, my spirit needed to go elsewhere to explore. He he felt he would always say, <clears throat> you know, there's like King, there's this little uh, spot right here. And um, that's the name I was born with. This is spot right here. It's like a, a gum spot. And he'll be like, you know, this is Baltimore. And then the rest of the sidewalk is the entire world. What do you want to see? And I'm like, the sidewalk, dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so he kind of bred me for exploration. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, it took me to California where I took a road trip to get there. And I don't know if you want to get deep into that, but yeah, I'll stop there. So basically I grew up. Okay. You know, I, I grew up in the hood. You know, I saw a dead body for sure. I remember three doors up dead body. I'm looking at the blood trailing down and my mom grabbed me, come here, get in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I saw stuff like that, but then I went to a private school where they served like meatball subs. And I was like, in like I was 12. So all glass cafeteria. So I would see that during the day and then come home and see needles. And I don't know, that is life to me here on this plane, on this planet. <laughs> that to, to, to be able to see that and be okay, that is life to me here. That's evolution. That is an evolved state. And I feel like I was, I was already okay with what I was seeing before I became okay with the concept of what I was seeing, if that makes sense. So it led me to California, which is an entire journey in itself. Whoa. Yeah. All right. So I've never told it that way. So this is all new. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> what a juxtaposition that you just described there. Mm-hmm. And like you say, there's a feeling of perfection, even though that that's the juxtaposition yes. of such dichotomies. Yes. And that's the perfection of the creation. Yeah. Also, it's super interesting. The story about your father I love that story. It's like to you, it, in, in many ways, it resonates with me in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where okay. it's the little piece of gum on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to see the entirety of the sidewalk? Yeah. Do you want to see the grain of sand on the beach or the whole beach? Woo! 
you know the, the which yeah. you said to me when we first met is yeah that yeah. was it along those lines <laughs> yeah. that's so great i love that yeah. i love that you literally said that i love that yeah. boom but the grain of sand is is uh so important it is to the, to the entirety the, yeah the place that we come in mm. at geographically mm. on the planet yes. is very sacred man yes it is it's super sacred and it that's is. why you also have been back to baltimore yes you've been anchoring your realizations as a butterfly effect to well let's uh yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get here okay. uh, in in a bit let's um let's do the this road trip to california okay right. and, you know, i know you said that there's some some nuances here that mm -hmm. might be fun to unpack yeah. so we can do that mm -hmm. and then we can do what occurred in california that also made these the big trips to bali and yucatan and india happen so let's do that so uh before leaving baltimore i saved up a bunch of places on instagram so I was like, all right, I'm, I see this mountain and this river, this, that, that, that. And I was saving. I put in the list and I like mapped it all out. And I, I was showing my friend Kyle at the time. He's like, all right, well, let's just do it. He, he didn't really care about that. I, I was just going to map it out and he was going to ride along with me. Um, but so I mapped it out and we started in D.C. And what's funny is my mom just happened to be at a vegan festival in D.C. So my mom gets to see me leave <laughs> and i'm like all right well bye mom you're not gonna i'm not going back home so <laughs> so that was just interesting and she's like hey bye so i go there and i go to uh virginia great falls interesting you know i remember this was a time where there was like police killings and whatnot so we're like well you know should we go down like side streets and stuff like that but then i'm like do you know who we are let's just do this it doesn't that's not go through this we're not gonna have any fear on this trip we're just gonna travel we're not traveling as two black men we're traveling as two humans so we're not going to go into all of that. So I remember we deaded that in Virginia. So we, we kept going on because I remember we, we want to get to Texas. We want to get to Kansas. So let's kind of dead that so we don't have that ideology moving forward. So that was good. And we stopped in places that I didn't think we'd stay. We were in Kansas for like five days, which is amazing. Um, I just, the road trip, it, it exposed me to so much. I never left Baltimore. I would go to like Disney World or D.C., but I never... I never saw these different cultures, so it just it just blew my mind. Uh, one of the highlights of the road trip was a, a video that I watched, and I think the guy was name was Daniel Walsh, and he explained how we already are, right? So this is now before that moment. Let me see. All right, yeah. So I had that moment, and then we went to Sedona. So I had that moment, right? And I'm 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 showing Kyle this video. I'm like, yo, like this guy is saying that we already are where we're trying to get to. We're on this trip <laughs> to get to enlightenment, but he's saying we already there. So <laughs> he like, wait, let me see it. And we watched it we're like, well then what the fuck? <laughs> then what is this for? So he was like, well, I guess let's just have fun. So I remember we weren't like playing music. We were like eating at Whole Foods every day, like salads. It was just a boring life. And so, so we, I remember we played music for the first time in like weeks and we're like, wow, the radio. And we just and, uh, uh, ate some foods that we wouldn't normally eat. And so that was that. And then we got to uh, Sedona, Arizona, which is a special place. Um, experienced some vortexes there. Um, again, I'm this little black boy from Baltimore. I don't know. Sedona, all these things is just things that I came across as I was looking into spirituality. They said Sedona was cool. So let's go. And I get there and there's a class called Enlightenment and Laughter older white guy you know he's telling jokes but then giving you game and he looks at me and kyle and he's like you know you you two 
you're already there. And again, we're like, oh, okay, again, we're yeah, already yeah. there. So that, so that was that. And um, the road trip just opened my top for me to to accept what California had to offer and throw me, throw at me, for sure. So uh, yeah, the road trip was definitely a precursor for what was to come. <laughs> I I love I love the these moments along the journey where you're getting these signals of you are it, but I'm still seeking, but still seeking. Yeah, mm-hmm. the roomy, you go around from room to room looking for the diamond necklace that is already around your neck. Ooh. I love that one, and mm. it's because. And there's another Rupert Spira one that once the journey to God ends, the journey in God begins. Yes. Yeah. Or like, um, I can't remember who said this, but the journey starts when you reach the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so once you've been, yep. you're there. Yes, now you're yes, starting. Yes. <laughs> and so that's what to, is said but, by those wisdoms that you're yes. learning along the way. Mm-hmm. And so once awareness recognizes itself as fundamental as the nature mm-hmm. of reality yeah. that then it can begin enjoying the pure blissful peaceful coloration of experience that it yes. undergoes yeah and when we hear this when we're younger first of all we need to be introduced to this in our school systems yeah. neither one of us was introduced to no. this in our school systems no. which is that's it's a problem in itself. It's a huge but, problem in itself. Yeah. And then later is that there's these, I love the hints and the knocks that, mm-hmm. that we get in life like that. It was a very big preparation for you for California. I totally see that. Yeah, and this, it was the, the poetry of, uh, of it all. Um, and uh, I think, and that should tell you, so I'm in Baltimore, I'm, I'm asleep, and then I awaken, and then maybe like eight months after awakening, I leave, and then get told that I'm already there. So... <laughs> You got to think like people's paths aren't as long as they think you are already there. So what you need to do or what will be helpful is to remove what's in front of you. Mm. The conditioning, Mm -hmm. the TV shows, the the, the food, all of that is distracting you from what you already are. So you are and then you do stuff to change it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that's what we'll get into mushrooms later. But that is what the mushrooms is about. The mushrooms is about reminding you. The mushrooms is a, is a, is at a frequency that you are at when you're born. Yeah. You achieve, you you eat it, you achieve it, and you come down, and you're like, oh, I miss me, you know, because that was you on the mushrooms. But we'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. To rebaseline ourselves to that as the yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. So then, when you get to L.A., mm-hmm. you're kind of prepared yeah. with these. Yeah. These, along the way these mm-hmm. these memes that are preparing <laughs> you i love it uh-huh. and then when you get here what kind of transpires here that then m- creates the movement to mm-hmm. bali and yucatan and india um so my whole ideology with leaving baltimore was that i'm now traveling so even though i'm going to la i won't be there long mm-hmm. May- maybe a couple months and then i'll just keep going so that was always the plan um, so when I got here, I had already bought a ticket to Bali. Oh, you had already gotten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get that in Baltimore on the road or when uh, did you get that? No. Oh, so, so, so let me change that. So I got it sh- very shortly after being in LA. Okay. Like I was not here that gotcha. long. I, yeah. I even used the money from, I had saved to get the ticket. So yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And, um, 
Yeah, I get and here. How did you know though? How did you know? Okay. No, no, no. That's a good question. Yeah. So what I do is that's that's an interesting sort of mm -hmm. compass point. Yeah. yeah. So fun fact is that I'm guided by life force. Yeah. So for me, what that means is that I'm guided by what's driving me to my highest potential, the the highest excitement. That's what's driving me. Um. So I hopped on Facebook. And I said, well, I got my passport, guys. Uh, where do you think I should go? <laughs> and uh, my spiritual advisor, who's now my friend, she said, well, it was a lot of comments, but she was the first to comment. And she said, Bali, Indonesia. No comment, no explanation. She said, Bali, Indonesia. I said, Bali, Indonesia? I've never heard of this place yeah. ever. Yeah. So I Google it and I lo- I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh my God, Gosh. I got to go. Yeah, yeah. This will be perfect. First place. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And I just ignored all the rest of the comments. So. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. So I, and I that, that, that person, I had just also met her. Um, quick story, not to get you off track, but I come out to LA to visit and I'm looking for some medicine. And uh, the person who was supposed to hook me up, she's like, I'm busy. I'm on a, I'm on a music video set. I'm like, this is some L.A. shit here. Yeah. And so I'm like, OK, well, how are we going to get it? And she says, well, my friend, she can meet you at Whole Foods. And I meet, I meet her friend and that ends up being my spiritual advisor. Ah, uh, Yeah. So I, I meet her at Whole Foods. I go back to Baltimore. She's like, we got to keep in touch. Yeah. So we keep in touch. And she's yeah. like helping me, you know, vegan food, just little tips and tricks for the path of enlightenment. And then, yeah, she tells me about Bali and I trust her at that moment. So I'm yeah. like, OK, maybe yeah. I should just listen to Annie right now. Yep. So, yeah. So I love um, those <laughs> yeah. profound single comments on that status that mm. can then launch a huge journey. I, I love huge. that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was the so, trigger yeah. for Bali. So, so okay. yeah, I, um, I'm at now before Bali though, I get to LA and I'm living with my aunt and uncle and, um, I wasn't even supposed to be living with them. My intention was to come to L.A. and me and Kyle get a spot. But we had actually spent so much money on a road trip that we were like, oh, maybe we need to chill out and save. And I'm like, well, my aunt and uncle are there. I'm sure they'll let us stay. Let's is, do this that. is literally some Fresh Prince of Bel-Air stuff right here. Wow. It's it kind of like it. Uh, Damn. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. So, I love it. So my aunt and my uncle and yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Baltimore. This is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, uh, so, uh, so it was great. They was accepting me and I'm, I'm, my, I'm their, uh, my uncle. So it's my father's brother. So it's like, yeah, of course, you know, whatever. But around April, so I get there in October around April. Um, this is after Bali. Uh, he tells me that, you know, they kind of want me to, you know, move on, uh, basically. And so I ended up living in a car, but prior to that, I go to Bali with my girlfriend at the time. She flies out here and we go there and, my my whole intention was I'm going to the spiritual place. I want to get more. Mind you, I was already told on the road trip that I'm already there, but fuck yeah. it, let's keep seeking. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. well, there's something has to be there for me. And of course I learned things, but yeah, Bali was an amazing thing or trip. And what I would say, I say this to everybody, I, I say that Bali burst my American bubble. There you go. I feel like people in America think that the rest of the world is what America sees or shows you. But when you actually go to these places, you're like, oh, okay, this place exists. It's here. Uh, they, they're doing that and they're doing this and they do that. And they're not, they don't give a hell about America. Yeah. And, and I realized, wow. So America is just one country. That's right. But when you live in America, you feel like it's the whole world. Yeah, so yeah. I needed that first. I needed to that first that like, okay, there's so much more out here. Then I come back to LA 
and my how, housing. How, how is, long was that? Um, in Bali. So I was in Bali for about eight days. Eight days. Yeah. Awesome. And then I come back, and shortly after, my home is removed from me. It's so so important this experience that you describe. It's the it's the beginnings of thank goodness for things like the invention of the airplane right. to enable things <laughs> like this yeah. and a single day to pop over across yeah. the planet and then to slowly be able to see the other as the self. Yeah. And we undergo this process of seeing these different cultures around the planet mm-hmm. as their own beautiful, unique expressions, yes. artistic expressions. And that it's also the beginnings of the eradication of bigotry and xenophobia mm. because we get that fed to us through the cultural right. propaganda from the mainstream news networks that you must hate the other countries. Yes. Uh, this is the best. Right. And, and so to shatter that mm-hmm. by introducing ourselves beyond the fear because when was the last time that a mainstream news network highlighted Another Bali, country. Indonesia? Right. So yeah. This is a beautiful yeah. place to go. This is a beautiful place to go. <laughs> right. Go and make friends here. Right. And exchange cultures and trade ideas and goods. Yeah. No, we're not running that. We're running mm-hmm. some fear-mongering stuff on those mainstream channels, mm-hmm. which is why so many people are gravitating to independent news sources. News yeah. sources. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this was profound, shattering for yeah. you. I love this. All right, continue. So now here comes the test. Okay, you went on a spiritual journey. You went to Bali. So spiritual. You've been modeling yourself after Jesus Christ. And All right, well, let's, let's just throw life at you and let's see because this is what this is about. It's not these theories and these, these, uh, these concepts and these, um, these spiritual, uh, basically, concepts that you're following. Where's the reality of this? All right. Like so, anchored in the body. Yes, because okay. that is so important. Yeah. And that is why of Earth is so important because we are human. Okay, so you have to identify with this human experience. And I think a lot of people get in on spiritual path and their heads are in the clouds and they forget they're in a body. And now it's like, oh, I'm a soul. Cut it out. Like you are a soul, but you're in a body and you need to focus on that. So. um, Damn, I forgot where I was going. I Uh, love that. The anchoring. uh, 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 Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So my uncle, my aunt, uncle, and they're like, uh, you know, you should kind of move on. And so I said, okay, well, I got somewhere to go. I'm good. I didn't have anywhere to go. I had my car. I had the car that we drove over there with um, that my friend left me with because he actually ended up going back home. So that was another thing. The person that I moved out there with that I was going to start this whole new life with, he ended up going back. Whoa. It wasn't for him. Whoa. And that's fine. So now it's just me. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. And I felt comfortable being in the car because we had slept in the car on a road trip. It prepared me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I can do the car. It's no big deal. Do it for a couple of weeks. You know, do DoorDash, Postmates, get some money up. I'm good. No, it didn't really go like that. So I'm homeless and I'm living in a car and I get comfortable. Mm. I get comfortable being in the car. I get comfortable. Okay, I made my money. I made my 150 today. I'm good. I can buy my food and do my little thing and watch a movie on Netflix in the car at night and I'm good. And it's like, the mind doesn't want to keep going. It wants to create the same thing. So mm. it continued over and over again. I'm doing shit that I've never thought I would do. I'm P 
peeing and pooping outside because it's midnight and there's no bathrooms open. So the fuck yeah. I'm going to do. I'm, I'm doing shit like going to a party with my friends and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah we about to go back to the spot. Man. All right, so I'm about to go crash. And I'm like, about to go to the car. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hiding that. And, you know, I'm just, my mom's like, you know, you can come home, you know. And you know, my, my dad so at first, my mom, she's like, you know, you can come home. You know, you can always come home. And I'm like, well, if I come home, then I don't know when I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And I need this. This is If I go home, that's not, that's not it. That's not it for me. My dad, on the other hand, he's been homeless before, you know. And so he kind of, he knew that this is something I needed to go through. Mm-hmm. So he didn't baby me. Mm-hmm. He talked to me every day. Mm-hmm. He would call me, hey, what you doing? You living a Okay, well, bye. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And yeah, I'm like, because yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it just needed to be me in that car. Yeah. Um, but again, the journey prepared me. So I had a friend at the time, um, and there's so many details I'm leaving out because we only have about 90 minutes, but I had a friend at the time who allowed me to stay with her. She didn't even know I was homeless. She thought I was just kicking in her house. I'll find this out later. So she is allowing me to stay with her. And I remember telling her finally that I'm in this car and I, I want a new car. And she's like, well, you know what? You, you better get this shit together. Like she was kind of, she's a Capricorn. She was really tired of me complaining. So he's like, get it together. So I'm like, all right, fucking, we was about to go to Mexico too. So I'm like, I really got to get it together. So I remember I started to imagine that my 1994 Camry was a Tesla. Huh. Yeah. And I would ride around LA and I would see rich people. I would see people and I'm imagining I'm going into their party and I'm, you know, I'm walking out there with y'all. And like, I just would place myself in the reality that I sort of wanted to be in. Yeah. Yep. And one thing led to another. But the first thing is I got out of the car because I moved into an artist's house that had bunk beds. The rent was 600 a month. Mm-hmm. It was affordable. Yeah. And I was it was like a bunch of kids from like all over the world who wanted cheap rent in L.A. Yep, yep. Um, I won't even name the place because I don't I don't like them anymore. But uh, <laughs> just being just being a hundred. But um, they they did help me, though, at the time they mm-hmm. had Mac computers. They had, you know, hammocks and. Mm-hmm. Just it was just cool to be there, and I just anything to not live in the car, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and I started being on this bunk bed, and I got used to that. Um, and then that led me to still wanting to travel, though that didn't leave me. So I still want to go somewhere. So I'm I'm still then I then I get to to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So there's the Yucatan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and let's go back because I I gotta make sure I'm not jumping around here. So mm-hmm. I go to to Mexico. And again, another spiritual journey, mm-hmm. another place where I'm like, okay, there's something here for me. But what I realized is that there wasn't really anything there for me. I was supposed to be there, if that makes sense. I was just supposed to be there. It wasn't something to grasp, really. Of course, I learned things, but I think that my energy just needed to be there. I needed to be a part of that. And I can't fully explain why, but I have to say that because that's my truth. I know that I go to these countries and these places because I'm supposed to be there. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So let's move on to India because that's I wrapped up that because then we can move on after that. So India, I'm still living in my car, but now I'm dating. Uh, How long was the Yucatan? About seven days. Another week or yeah, so. Yeah, another cool. week. Okay. Yeah. And how long is India? India is about 10 days. 10 days. Okay. So okay. I go to India because at this point now I'm working with a motivational brand and he wants to get creative videos and we want to do things. And he knows a friend who's going to India to get her yoga certification. So he's like, well, what if we did like a short documentary with her? And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And this will be a trip and I like to travel and this will be my third country. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And so I, I'm, I was actually living with my, the person that was doing my hair at the time, a very, very, very short relationship. Um, and it needed to happen because she provided me with the space. It's just how it goes. Yep. I, I needed that space yep. so I can get to India. Yep. It's just how it was. So yep. um, <clears throat> I go to India. Wonderful place, beautiful place, very crowded, very smoggy. You think LA is smoggy? Please. <laughs> India is out of this world with smog. So Delhi was great, crowded, but now we're going to, to Rishikesh. Rishikesh is where the yogis live. Rishikesh is where the Ganges River is, where the Himalayan mountains are. Mm-hmm. So on the journey to Rishikesh, and I call it that, I, was, I got on this bus. It wasn't a Greyhound, but it was a, it was a bus. <laughs> and I go to sleep, and when I wake up, the bus is tipping like on these wheels and then these wheels yeah. and i'm like i look at my friend and i'm like yo i give him this look like yo this shit is about to like tip over and he looked at me like yeah it is and it tips over so the wall in the, in the, in the glass the window is now the the floor so not only is the window the floor so is my head outside the window so this here it's not a birthmark. Oh, whoa. Yeah. It is a rites of passage. So this had to happen on the way oh, to Rishikesh. Oh, my goodness. So the, the skin peeled back. Holy cow. And it was all white. And um, oh. <laughs> I remember getting out of the, the bus and I get out and I, like, I see a whole Indian highway. And it was like people yelling and screaming. And then I, then I remember, oh, wow, I left my, my laptop and my camera in the, uh, in the bus. So I climbed back through the window, face bloody and all, and get my stuff. And the ambulance comes, rushes us to a hospital. We get interviewed by the Indian Times. They're asking us what happened. It's like pictures of Jesus and crosses on the wall. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. And my partner looks at me. He's like, man, do you want to keep going? I mean, I understand if you want to go home. And I just look at the Jesus picture. and <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Hey, no. <laughs> Just stay in front. Let's keep going. Wow. We, we paid 800 for these tickets. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> that was on my mind at the time, the $800. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but little did I know what I would experience in Rishikesh. You know, I just very holy place. Things that, I, like, it's not even that it's so hard to understand or explain. It's just, it's hard to comprehend what it, what it was. Like, there was a ceremony where they gathered people and they had, like, this, this uh, lantern and that the people would take their hand and like they grab the fire and that was like a ritual. And I was like, well, let me do that. I don't know what this means, but let me do that. I feel like this is what I'm, I'm here to do this. I don't know what this is, but let's do this. And the guy pulled me aside and he's like, I think it's because I'm black and with locks. And he's like talking to me about Hanuman. I think it's like a monkey god in India. And he's telling me, you know, when I get back to the, the States, hit him up on WhatsApp. And it, it was just it was just interesting, and we got the documentary, and um, I come back to LA, and so that was 2017. I was homeless and traveled to three countries, and in the name of spirituality, yes, and then in the name of me feeling like this is my contribution to this planet. I had already given my soul to the ascension of consciousness here. I had already said to Source that this is what I'm here for, so I guess I'll just do whatever you want me to do. And I, you know what it was? And I'll include this. I was inspired by Drumvalo Melchizedek. Um, he wrote a few books, but he would travel and be directed by Toth, <clears throat> or Thoth, Thoth, or however you want to pronounce it. And Toth is telling him, go here and, and, and intermingle with those people and then place these crystals here, here, and here. And, and I was like, yo, I want to do that. I want to I work for source. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to work. And that is literally what I'm doing. 
it, it started when I said it and it hasn't stopped since. So yeah, that is the wrapping up of that. Yeah. yeah. The amount of pure dedication to establishing oneself in truth mm-hmm. as a priority yeah. over the the constant pressure of society to fit like a gingerbread cookie in mm-hmm. the economic machinery. Yeah. That's usually the biggest trigger for people to snap out of being a cog in the machine mm-hmm. is that I don't want just to live a life and it, that first it, it's so hard because in this case of you it was homeless a year three countries and that being the sacrifice because that's why it's called the golden handcuffs mm. because it's that paycheck that you get every month for 40 hours a week mm, okay okay mm. and that's why it's called the golden handcuffs yeah. because you get the five grand or whatever deposited into your account for mm. that months of work mm. and that pays your rent that pays your food that pays the basic needs mm-hmm. but you're stuck, stuck yeah. in the golden handcuffs and so when you say that the five thousand dollars a month of a safety net isn't worth me not living in truth. Nowhere near. And, and yeah. it was tough for me because I'm coming from Baltimore. So I, I'd always been in poverty for the most part. I've always been broke. And so, like, I just, I don't know. It was my dad, really, telling me the sidewalk. And I'm like, well, there has to be more to life. Yep. And I found that there was more to life. And it was tough because I'm... I'm a black male from Baltimore, a tough city. So literally, I'll be online saying I love you and I love this and I love that and people thinking I'm gay. Like literally. Or, or like I'm, I'm in spiritual groups and I can't, I don't connect with anybody that I grew up with or that I had hung around right prior to this moment of me awakening. So I'm in spiritual groups with like yeah. older white women. Yeah, yeah. And they're my friends. Yeah. Legit. They're commenting and they're like, people are like, who the fuck is that comment on your status? Who's Becky Lorenzo or some shit? And I'm like, I don't, somebody that I just met. Yeah. She's a friend. That's right. She's actually a friend. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And it changed my idea of what friendship was or who could be my friend or who that. would who could relate. Who could I resonate with? Man, I resonate with 60-year-old white women yeah. that I've never met. And they still, they, they, we still communicate to this day. Yeah. Like statuses, comment here and there. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it was, it was tough, but... That was definitely that's the main thing is 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 jumping over that is is getting over what people feel you should be and just be whatever is coming. Be open to whatever is coming. Yep. And there's a video I have where it's called uh, Get Out of the Template. And I was at Grand Canyon in which it doesn't have a template. And I was saying, like, people want to be this. And I literally illustrated with my hands. I'm like, people want to do this. And I'm wanting to do this because what is on this even what's on the sides of what you're i'm getting all of that and what you're doing i'm getting mm. it on getting it all and i like yeah we want to we were we narrowing ourselves people yeah. narrow especially black people specifically because i'm saying it's because i am that and i come from that very narrow and it's for whatever reason it's just the fact of the matter and 
I had to break out of that. So that was definitely a, a golden hand or it was a handcuff is, is my race. And then leaving that or leaving the idea of what that meant and then traveling out of that and then traveling the world. Yeah. It's all like, and now it's see it, be it. So now there's Skyra of earth that is, is a, is a model of shattering through that norm to something else that's beyond that is exploration. That is something inspirational for other people to see and then aim to also uncover what their own unique path is that is outside yeah. of those. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So then when you, when you come back after this year of homeless three countries mm. what is it that gets you to realize that the that the brand is of earth and that the everything that you create in media and medicine is of that of earth That is a good question. Um, mm, and I'm gonna give you a hell of an answer. All right, so I feel like, <laughs> ironically enough, I feel like it's because at the core I realized that I wasn't of Earth. Mm. So mm. I feel like there's so many layers to us, and I am a being who is placed in the body like everybody else. But I'm more aware of what I was before I placed myself into this body mm -hmm. or before I agreed to do this experience mm -hmm. as the aforementioned Akeem. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so when I step into realizing that maybe I'm not human, it made me appreciate humanness because I'm like, yo, humans don't know how amazing this is. They don't understand how great this is to be in this body mm -hmm. and feel things. Like this is why I love, I, and I say this to her all the time with my girlfriend, I love roller coasters Yeah, because I can feel. Like you whipping me around, like, <laughs> and I, it's like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you don't feel that elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's different levels, there's different tiers. Maybe there's not roller coasters in the sixth dimension. You know, like I don't know, but who who cares? Because this is what we got right now. Mm -hmm. And I realized that man, being a human is amazing. And I am of earth. I am of earth. Like, because I was born here. Mm -hmm. If I'm born into a body, I am of earth. And I just felt the importance of uh, aligning with your home. Yeah. Home being where you were born in this consciousness. And it's earth. So earth is where we're all born. So it is a unifying factor. The problem on earth right now is that we feel like we don't have a unifying factor. Mm -hmm. Even though we can all see that we're all human, it's like that's not enough. But what you can't disagree with is that you're not you're from this planet. So whoever Devin of Earth, Julie of Earth, Atlas of Earth, Sunny of Earth, we're all of Earth. And if we can get we start there, then it's like like yeah. the flower of life it just branches out and continues and continues on. 
like the flower is in every single molecule. Earth is in all of us. So if you just think about that, it might actually begin to not only separate yourself from who you were, but then unify yourself with who you are. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is spot on. This is a great way to unify people in a way that is scientifically also literate. And right. this is really important right. because we're trying to anchor the spiritual wisdoms of things like we're brothers and sisters mm -hmm. in something that is also synthesized with science yeah. that then makes it more and more common for the world to actually embody that, yeah. feel it. Mm -hmm. And so one of them is that, as you say, of Earth, it makes sense to people that, yeah, that's right. We are all of Earth and that that's a great unifying when we're all born here. We all take our seat of conscious experience here mm -hmm. and also 1953 we had we had francis crick james watson and rosalind franklin that uncovered the molecular dna and when mm. we get to that level of understanding that over the last especially couple of decades we've got we've begun more and more to realize that it's no longer just a spiritual phrase anymore but it's actually scientifically literate to say that we are 99.9% .9 genetically similar as humans mm -hmm. And that we're 0.1% different. And that 0.1% is beautiful because it's our own unique artistic expression, mm -hmm. our own instrument and melody that we play. Mm -hmm. But the 99.9% .9 is the symphony. It's the unity. It's the yeah. ocean. It's the of earthness. Yes. Isness that we are. Yeah. And, and we don't know enough about it. We don't know enough yeah. about this planet. Especially now, I think that the, 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 the surge of spirituality has further removed us. Isn't that so crazy? Like, it has removed us from the actual truth and is that we're humans on planet Earth. It's keeping our heads in the clouds. It's keeping our heads in the galaxies. We want, we, want a, we want a lucid dream. And nothing wrong with lucid dreaming, but I know a guy who literally would go to sleep to dream. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta go. I'm going to take a nap right now because I want to... But what about all of this right here? You know what I'm saying? We don't know the depths of the ocean. We like even we don't know what's right outside of our atmosphere as the common man, not NASA, the common man. So we have so much to understand about this. And that's why I want to I'm pushing of Earth, because maybe you can find joy in being from here and then you find joy in what's here, including yourself, because that's another thing. You're from Earth. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even like ourselves. We hate ourselves. So it's like, I don't know. I think that the of earth thing, it, it, it has a core uh, tree bark sort of effect. It's actually also a perennial spiritual philosophy across the different planetary traditions because... I love the word you use. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> perennial. Perennial. <laughs> That's right, my brother. Yeah. Perennial spiritual mm -hmm. wisdom because mm -hmm. the different traditions across the planet they talk about the importance 
of anchoring mm -hmm. the spiritual realizations in the flesh of the body yeah. and that if as you describe the person that's going to lucid dream or to astral project mm -hmm. or to or to just go to the mountaintop to just dissolve mm -hmm. uh, that to stay at the mountaintop is to miss the tantric tradition mm -hmm. or in many ways what we say as anchoring the realization in the knot of life itself, mm -hmm. which is when we channel that peak level Christ, Buddha, Lao Tzu, Confucius consciousness through our body, mm -hmm. through our vehicle, mm -hmm. into our friends and our families, our community, that that's ultimately how we actually find fulfillment and meaning and yeah. happiness and peace and we butterfly effect that onto other people and other people we realize that actually we can see in that grain of sand or in the smell of a flower or in the love of a, with another mm -hmm. that that is this experience of being of earth is being in love with the warmth of the fire in the yes in the in the beauty of of your of the uniqueness as mm -hmm. an avatar and having the 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 niceties of these microphones and cameras and yeah. lights and technology and just that of earthness kind of like i love process. that the process sort of like i made a video uh and i think I, I watched it last night i don't think it's called um love at the top and i i, I climbed wisdom tree while making the video and then at the at the top i spoke my message and i was saying how you know you start at a base and then you climb and then you get to the top and you get to the top and you're like huh this is nice this, this is cool but you realize that the meat of it was in the journey mm -hmm. the meat of it is in getting there yes and that is also the of earthness is what we're talking about because the getting there you don't want to stop getting there i don't i don't want to be jesus and sit there I'm like, oh, I know it all. Yeah, it is literally boring, yep, and yep, you yep. you you lose the, the 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 connection to everyday life, which is we can call that the journey, the the earthness. It's just we're we're always we're just trying to be everywhere, but not here, you know. In 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 in, in this go. microphone, in this moment, yeah, th th it took so much to put this all together. That's right. And I'm watching you. You're running over here. You're hitting this button. You got the That's earphones. Right. You're making sure this is on the screen. And, da, da, da. and all and the people that, that built this building right, like right. that we're in right now. All of it yeah. needed. And so yeah. So why, why wouldn't that be the real jewel? Yes, <laughs> Not, exactly. It's like the finished product is great, but we, we continue processes even in a finished product. product yeah. Like we're in a finished product at this home, That's but right. then this is a process. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. just the, you know, being of earth, uh, it's an ideology that seats you in the journey. It seats you in uh, the process of being on earth and what that, what does that entail? Yeah. The, the life force of it. Yeah. It enables a constant realization of artistic consciousness. Yeah. It's all that art that the journey is that art and to really feel that on a moment to moment basis being such a key principle yeah, absolutely i want to play another one of the pieces of content okay so we watched jump first mm -hmm. now we're gonna watch 
Can You Believe? Yes. And I also want to note, I literally named this Can You Believe because I was listening to a Robin Thicke song at the time. <laughs> and it's called Can You Believe? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we would at this time like to get a little bit serious with you for what's coming up is very important in terms of your timing. We have said that your year of 2020 is a pivotal point in what you call your history. You are shifting through a very particular moment, crossing a very particular threshold. And so at this timing, it is important for certain states of being to be paramount help you through this time to help you cross that threshold in a positive and constructive manner. So on the way to my highest, highest... No, no, no. It's not on the way. Every moment is part of your excitement if you allow it to be and act as if it is and do it in the way that is most exciting. You're making a difference between those moments and other moments by saying, I'm on the way to my excitement. No, every moment. Why miss a moment? Why miss that precious, beautiful, exciting moment as I described them? Slipping your toes into those cozy slippers. Oh, that's ecstasy in that moment. Why miss out on that? Because you're in such a hurry to get somewhere more exciting. Don't rush ahead. What's your hurry? You are an infinite, eternal being. What's your hurry? Enjoy every moment. Okay. All right, does that help? That helps. All right. <laughs> then I would suggest that yeah. for the moment, you find the most enjoyable way to get back to your seat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was great, because we literally just talked about that. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it was so perfect. <laughs> I love how there's that moment in there where there's that that classic, you know, full circle mm-hmm. back to what you're describing yeah. on your road trip to California <laughs> and what you just described a moment ago, that of earthness of every moment being perfect being the art being the journey Mm -hmm. and being in love with that Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a funny dichotomy that we talk about a lot in sort of you know we mentioned with that Rumi quote and we talk about this a lot on the program it's this funny embodiment of that I am constantly a work in process in the sense that I want to strive for more peace, more joy, more bliss, more harmony, mm-hmm. more love, more compassion, more of those. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that I am perfect. Yes. And so that's this funny dichotomy. And, and what is the quote? Uh, every 
Every piece to the puzzle fits. Wait, you gotta, you gotta. Oh get yeah, 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 yeah. This quote, it's so good. Cause yeah, this I found this in the notes from four years ago. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a piece to a puzzle that never ends, and the piece always fits. Yes, that was beautiful. So, so yes, thank you. And so the puzzle keeps going, but you you already are a piece. So the piece already fits, even if it's not even in the puzzle. It already fits. Because if, if not there, then there's a missing piece. So you're already a part of it. You're already it. You're already. But at the same time, we're on this planet where we're growing. And I, I put a video out about this as well. It's like, that's the grand bomb. It's like, you're already it, but keep going. Yeah. And you got to be, that's like the grand paradox is what exactly. they call it in the Kabbalion. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, they, so in the Kabbalah? Yeah, the Kabbalion. Oh, the Kabbalion. What that that is that? a book written. Oh, they don't know really who wrote it, but they say it's uh, um, inspired by Toth, the, oh. the, the being um, okay. of of Egypt, and oh, it's based on Hermeticism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. So, so that is the Jewish mystic tradition. Yeah, I guess so, and I yeah. think that it's, of course there's a you know conspiracy or whatever about it. Or Hermes is Hermes. So her, yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's the that's the conspiracy because. They say that Toth also was Hermes, which was who was Greek. Oh yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. but but what the, the what people who understand it understand is that it was just the same person. He just reincarnated in a different body, in a different time. But they named it Hermeticism after yeah, his yeah. name, and yeah, he yeah, had yeah, these yeah. seven uh, universal principles. And the, the grand paradox is one where it's like, yeah, it is, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're God, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are in the in the all, but you express from within it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's that's, that's yeah, I, love, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I always those are good. I'll never not learn, but I'd be a fool to not know that I already am. Yeah. Because if I don't know that, that's then right. I'm a leaf in the wind. That's right. But if that's I right. do know that, I'm the leaf and the wind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm really experiencing this shit. Now I'm really right. aware. Now I'm. That's right. You know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, this there's such great eloquent ways to describe this, but it must come from a Again, if we kind of aim to take a a simultaneous scientific literate perspective about it mm-hmm. we can't inhale the 20,000 inhales that we take every day without the photosynthesis of phytoplankton and trees mm-hmm. so there's this depth mm. of interconnectedness and interdependence A relationship of that relationship mm-hmm. and so that is the oneness that unityness mm-hmm. But we experience it through the breath of from this point, yeah. from this perspective, from this soul vehicle. So there's that simultaneity being such a key that we are it and we are this instrument and melody at the same time. Yeah. I love that. That that fully anchored is is going to be probably one of the peak realizations of 
this 21st century is yeah is that because then you get there and then you can keep going and you explore um i also exploration is enlightenment you just you continue to just it's like uh, now that you know that you're a being you're on earth and now you're here to explore now you do that we haven't even gotten there yet think about that you you're born and someone tells you to go to school and then they tell you after school do this and you when did you get to like wait i'm a human and this is what i'm doing on this planet you didn't even get to choose that so what i'm pushing is for the awareness awareness of awareness of and then you go like awareness of who you are of of it of the fact that wow of self it's the awareness of self and i don't call that enlightenment i just call it awareness awareness of self and then you explore from there because there's so much to explore from there. So now, so example, now that I'm aware that I'm Skyra, this being that is universal and not Akeem, the, the, the black boy from Baltimore, because the black boy from Baltimore comes with certain connotations. Like black people don't, black guys don't swim or we're not about to hop in the ocean or these certain things. So now that I'm not that, and now that I'm universal, now I can actually explore. So now I've, I've taken a free diving. Now I free dive. I go down to Laguna Beach, Shaw's Cove. I check the visibility. And I get my snorkel and I get my, my goggles and I, I look at the fish. That is beautiful to me. It's opening my whole psyche. Like yeah. it's a whole world that I'm now exploring. And I wouldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now that I'm aware, all right, now let's, let's see. Maybe next year I'll go, I don't know, hike Mount Kilimanjaro and see what that's like and then see the life forms on the way up the top and this is what's like this is life this is life on earth this is what being of earth is about and we have not started (laughs) so you're right this will probably be well not all of us sorry not no one hasn't Mm -hmm. um it's just that most of the majority the collective haven't haven't started this exploration towards all it's like we still in a little box in a little yeah 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 i like I like the the feeling of a sort of transcending and including what was Akeem or Alan and mm-hmm. that there's this now Skyra and Atlas, Atlas yeah. and that there's this sort of this realization for you that you have this universality and that you have this unique artistic expression with free diving or with films or film or whatever it may be. And Mm -hmm. now, and now that becomes the essence of the transcending and including what was there into something that is a higher state of expression and existence. And that's, that's a big thing for, again, that see it, be it. And that was one of the main reasons why I also, embark on this as well is that I know that there's a lot of that just like your friend says Bali Indonesia there's a lot of people that just have that last little like nudge Mm -hmm. those nudges are always such massive moments for people and you never know when you butterfly effect it out so Mm -hmm. to to be that for other people is so crucial now as we've been discovering and going through the examples of the media content, which the link is in the bio below for the 
Skyra of Earth YouTube channel. And then the media's a big arm of it. And then we have the medicine mm-hmm. healing hustlers mm-hmm. as another arm of it. Yes. We have the secretion of not only the human sentience, but we have the the intelligence of the animals, the plants, the mm-hmm. fungi. Mm-hmm. We have the beauty of that. And, and, and actually, even as the potential publishers and players of the reality mm-hmm. that we ourselves placed these beautiful fungi mm-hmm. and plants and medicines mm-hmm. here as an awakening mechanism. Yes. Yeah. So unpack your interest here and healing and awakening. Yeah. Um, so like you said, yeah, it, 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 I, I feel that psilocybin mushrooms, it, it, the medicine, it holds the frequency of us, us being who we were before a conditioning. Um, it is a, it is a, it could be a gentle or a harsh reminder. Um, it's a, it's a tool I use. Imagine me here playing a game. And I see that, hmm, people aren't awakened. And I see why. Hmm. Okay. Let's, let's, I, I see the, I see how this game is being run. All right. So let's make a film. Let's make a film that could intrigue people's minds. And I, I, I made the ethereal frequency. Um, and I haven't even showed you that. But that is a film that I created. It's like me, it's Skyra out here in whatever dimension you want to imagine, bringing my hand through the dimensions, now on a third, and I place it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's something that isn't really going to be fully understood, but it is needed right now. It is needed just to be here. It needs needs to be there sitting there. Um, I made that as as a move, as on the opposing team. And so then I say, okay, it's, it's the three M's. It's to me is it's media, mushrooms, and music. Mm. But well, music, not yet. I'm working on that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm work, I have a piano and I'm 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 playing uh, a couple times a week. Um, but the the medicine, oh man. So if 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 the game is we're trying to distract you from who you are and we're placing all of these things in front of you to have you not see. Well, then I'll place something under you that you can eat that'll allow you to see. So mm. I li- like you, you do this medicine and now you see the whole game. That sucks for the opposing team. They, won't, they don't want you to see the game. They, they want you to just keep playing. <laughs> but if you could see the game and then play from that awareness, going back to that, yes. now you're winning. Yes. And so for me, that when I gave myself the source, I was giving this. As a, as, a, as a tool to use. And so I cultivate and I, and I, I, I donate and I, I work with people when it comes to the medicine because I know that it holds the frequency of that we are. And I'll say like, most people, they know when you do the medicine, when you're on it, you're like, this is me, this is who I really am. And then when you come down, you're like, oh man, I wanna get back to that. It's like, it's like, it's like medicine. Mm-hmm. And so you take it to remind, to, to balance, to, to, get you to a state. And I remember I did a medicine one time 
and I barely felt, any, felt anything. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe it's because that state that I experienced four years ago, I'm now living in it. Yep. And I don't feel the difference because I'm in it. Yep. And that's exactly how alternate realities work. <laughs> you, you can be in one and then you're another. When we met, we were in a different reality. Yeah. We, you look at the video. I'm different. You're different. Totally. We speak in different. Now we're here. Yeah. You can't tell me that I, I grew. Maybe. Or maybe I moved. Yeah. And so now I'm here. And now we're here. Yeah. And it doesn't even feel the same. It doesn't even feel the same. It feels hella different. Yeah. And that wow. is because of the medicine for me. Mm-hmm. You keep showing me what I can live in and what I can be like. Then I'm going to be that. And from that space, you see things so clearly. And now I see the game. And I can operate and move how I want to move because I have this tool that is literally just growing out of the ground. So that is the importance of, of psilocybin on this planet. It is literally a reminder. It is literally here to rebalance the, the psilocybin is of the, the frequency of the planet. So if you take that, it's literally, it's just resonance, not, not, you're not high. You're not gone. You're not blasted out of your mind. It's just resonance. You feel, Oh, okay. All right. You feel home. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Psilocybin makes you feel like you're home. Yeah. And that is so important because you are home, but we don't feel like it. Yeah. So, yeah. There's this incredible biological evolutionary great chain of being. And Mm. we, (laughs) we frequently realize it as a, three and a half billion years ago, a single cell evolves Mm -hmm. into a multi-cell. And then we struggle with about a billion or so years ago of, of sort of wondering, you know, is it really that plants and animals are able to thrive on land because of fungi Mm. and those underground networks and that mycorrhizal network. And so this is a very profound as Paul Stamet says, like mycelium as the neurological network of nature. And as you say a moment ago that this, that this psilocybin making us feel like we are home, Mm -hmm. that we are of that frequency of earth. And there's the, let's see if I can remember. There's the, there's the solfeggio scale and then there's another one that is of the resonant frequency of the earth maybe it starts with s that is approximately 7.23 hertz something like that yeah i think i know what you're talking about and that schumann schumann resonance resonance yeah you go schumann resonance yeah (laughs) and that is it that the mycelium is at a schumann resonance and that this is the this interview is so directed is so i'm telling you man so yes yes and um, i'll add on yeah so on on a medicine trip um there's this uh frequency it's 432 hertz right now let's go back to ethereal frequency i'm i I made a whole universe called ethereal and, and there's three films and they're on youtube and um, the last film, I was 
I was told I, I, I got an inclination to make it solely about 432 hertz. This has nothing to do with any of the other films. It is like literally it is random, but something told me just make the whole film about it. So these th five black girls, dancers flew from Baltimore and they danced around L.A. spreading this frequency. And I had them mention it. We were on the beach. They drew it in the sand, all of that. And I didn't know really. I knew that it felt good. That's all I knew about 42. It felt good. And I guess this is what it is. This is what I should do. Little did I know I'm making a film about an ethereal frequency that exists here that, again, it doesn't blow you away. When you go, if you go to YouTube right now and you type in 432 hertz and you just type like a binary beat, it's not going to blow you away. You're not going to feel like, oh, my God, I'm out of my mind. You're just going to feel good. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel resonance. And I'm 100% sure that the mushroom, the, the psilocybin is of that frequency. And when you listen to 432, it's the same feeling. You just want to feel home. And then we go from there. Mm -hmm. So, again, the, the, the psilocybin is a uh, it's all vibration. It's all vibration. So it's, it's aligning you with the frequency that of, of heaven. That's what heaven is. Heaven is a frequency that you visit or you anchor. Yeah. That's heaven. Yeah. And that is a place. Yeah. And I realized that in Joshua Tree on Psychedelics, my first year here. I'm on the, I'm on a stone. It's on YouTube. I'm on a stone. I'm talking to my friend Kyle and I'm like, yo, so like dimensions are spaces. I look, I said it like them like they're spaces because where we were before we took the shrooms, that was a different space. Mm -hmm. And now we're in a different space. So I know that realities are mind spaces that you take your body to. And I just want whoever hears that, just please let that sink in. Yeah. It's, it's a mind space that you yeah. take your body to. Yep. Yeah. And so the, the mushrooms is important because it is the thing that is natural. It is growing and it's there and it is free sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it can be, you know. Yeah. And um, I think that I'm trying to make this easy. We're not trying to make this this enlightenment stuff, this evolution stuff hard. Like we're done with that. Yeah, that is right. over. That's right. It is as simple as taking some medicine, sitting in your room in the darkness, maybe putting on some music and dealing with it. That's right. And then you come out like, man, like somebody messaged me the other day, like, yo, what you gave me, bro? Like, I'm a, I, I, wanted, I just want to tell you, you didn't ask, but I just want to tell you, like, I cried and I threw up. I'm like, wow. OK. So I said, was it a good cry? He said, yeah, man, I'm, I was crying about, you know, this, that and the third. And yeah. I just needed that. Yeah. And it starts from there. Now that yeah. person, he needed that. And now he, he or she goes on and yeah. whatever. Their own instrument, their own music. Yeah. That, that adds to the symphony. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. want to get That's people right. to that middle. More ground. in tune. More in tune as a player in the symphony when we've went through that healing process. And one, one thing. Yeah, yeah. I realized that that's why, that's why Earth is really unique right now. Our frequency of the planet is off. So when you think about a radio, if you if you listen to 92.3, it's very clear. But you go to 92.5. <laughs> right. So we're at 440 when we're supposed to be at 432. So that's why we can't see anything. That's why mm -hmm. we can't like mind you, these dimensions are mind spaces mm -hmm. that are heavily relied on frequency and, and a vibration. Yeah. So 
that the reality of seeing a space highway or, yeah. or seeing something out, yeah. out there yeah, yeah. that comes when we're aligned as a planet. Yeah. So that's why you would change the music and the instruments from 432 to 440. They literally did this. I don't think it, like it was in 1942. They changed all the instruments and the radio. So what we're listening to is static, basically. On the grander scale, it's static. Mm. 432 is the station to turn to. And then that's when all, then we can get communication. Now we can talk to other beings. Now they can see us. Now they can visit. Oh, now we can visit there. You, you ever watch Midnight Gospel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is... What is his name? Duncan Trussell. Right? But the main character's name? Oh. Uh, babe. Sonny, any thoughts? Uh, what was the main yeah. character's name? Oh, Midnight Gospel? Okay. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. But anyway, he, he literally... He, he goes, yeah, I just want, because so people know this. It is, is it Clancy, Clancy Gilroy? Yes. Yeah, okay. So Clancy That's right. has a machine, and he just goes to different planets. That's right. He yeah. says, today I'm going to go here, and it's a weird planet, and they do these different things. and Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I feel like that's where we're going to. Earth will be a place where we, we can freely explore outside of it, and we don't even have the thought to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> It starts with the mushrooms, basically. I like your point about the mind spaces mm -hmm. and the, quote, channels. Mm -hmm. That's why we have not only the older school television channels, but today's modern YouTube channels. Right. And so that... I like that, yeah. You're yeah. Right. So we have this sort of ability to quote unsubscribe from things that don't serve us mm -hmm. and subscribe to things that are maybe at that schumann 432 yeah. 7.23 yes. and if we subscribe more and more to that yes. we become jedis ninjas at like moving our mind space to that christ consciousness yes. and then we can bring our body there and we bring our surroundings there and nothing can trigger us to get out of that. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah, I like yeah. the, the last part though. Yeah. Nothing can trigger us to get out of it because you wouldn't know anything prior to that. Yeah. Cause this new space is a space that already existed. You just weren't there. Yeah. 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 So then you move into it mentally cause it's all imagination. It's all mental. Yeah. Yeah. I, at one time, someone said to me that imagination is, imagination is a nation of magicians. Mm. So we all are a nation of magicians yeah. when we use our imagination. Yep. Yeah. 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 I would also say that there's a specific, there's a timing for entheogens, right? Mm. In psychedelics, mind manifesting or entheogens unleashing the divine within, there's a timing and there's a strategy. Mm-hmm. There's a, as maps the multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies, and we've interviewed Rick Doblin several times on the show. That there's a specific also psychotherapeutic process Absolutely. for these types of things, and so there's five MeO DMTs, there's LSDs, there's MDMA's, which are actually being brought through the FDA in the final stages of yep. of therapeutics, which is fantastic, yep. and so. There's incredible things like the cessation of cancerous growth or the cessation of smoking or the healing of trauma and PTSD. Mm -hmm. There's these fantastic myriad of 
just incredible potentials. Mm-hmm. And there's also the proper timing and the proper psychotherapies and the pre and during and post processes and stuff like this. And so we'll probably talk about that with Sonny also on the, on the show. Um, What has been the role of specifically taking what we're talking about with, the psychedelics and entheogens and bringing it to the African-American community? Mm. Um, so when I first started looking for it in Baltimore, uh, it was very hard to find. Um, talking about psilocybin. And, but I did find it, and I was able to get it. But I just remember, you know, just talking to people about it and saying I did this and, you know, getting opinions and, you know, what do you think of it or have you ever tried it? And the first thing that comes out of most people's mouths is, back then that's a white people thing or that is a white people drug or that's some white white people shit basically that ties into basically caucasians have had the the luxury of exploration not having to deal with certain things that african-americans had to deal with on a daily basis so because they didn't they were more free to explore free to do things that maybe they wouldn't have done before, blah, 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 blah. African-Americans, on the other hand, that's not the case. We're worrying about how we're going to survive, how we're going to pay this rent, how we're going to, you know, not saying that Caucasians don't have rent issues, but you get what I mean. Um, the systemic things that affect African-Americans that don't affect Caucasians. And I think that that is why Caucasians do it more. They're more known for it just because they, it, this is the access there wouldn't be an access because there's no demand because there's no one asking for it. So they're not asking for it because ultimately they are scared of it. They are, there's a fear behind it. Um, so what I'm here to do is sort of smudge out the fear of it by being vocal about my experiences by, because I'm still working on a documentary um, where I want to interview a myriad of African-Americans Mm. and have them just speak deeply on their experiences. That's great. I also just recently collected uh, some emails so I can do like a, a bi-weekly, just a psychedelic meetup where African-Americans can join and like hear the weird stories and be like, okay, well, I'm not weird. Okay, well, that happened to him and okay, they did it and it was cool. They're, they're living. They're not dead. They're not brain dead. Okay. And just trying to create that so it's just more normal at like taking a Tylenol or having a drink. You know, like, oh, I, I, I need to go into this ceremony. I need to go into this experience right now because I feel like this is what I want to do. That's the same thing you do when you take a sip of alcohol and yeah. you take a, a hit of the blunt. Like, yeah. you're going into the space because you feel like that's where you want to be. Yeah. And people are scared of it. Like, people just, yo, is it going to change me forever? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's not going to change you in a way where you won't be able to recognize yourself. In fact, you'll be more in tune with yourself Self, and yeah. you'll realize you weren't yourself. Self, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is, uh, that's the role and that's what I want to do with it. And, um, you know, I, it's, it's working. I, I, I work with a lot of African-Americans. So it is no, to me in my mind now, because I used to think, man, this is rare for black people to do this. No, it is not. At this point, it is not rare at all. Black people do it all the time. So please, whoever's watching this and you have a fear of psychedelics and you feel like, you know, African-Americans don't do this, so it's not cool, please do it (laughs) and and, and message me after and and let me know 
how transformative it was for you. Because it will be. I, I, I guarantee it. Yeah. That I can guarantee. And you don't have to deal just wherever you get it. If you pick it from the ground, it is automatic transformation in a way that is fit for you. And um, that is what African-Americans need right now is deep psychological transformation. Wow. And the link again to also the healing hustlers mm -hmm. on Instagram is in the bio below as well. And so this is what Skyra is also saying regarding reaching out. Yeah. Message, inquire, ask us questions. You know, we, we we're literally there to help all the time. We're, I, I consider myself a doctor. You know, I consider myself yep. a mycologist. That's <laughs> I, right. Like I, I, I deal with this, this medicine and I have a lot of experience with it and I can help you um, from experience and not from any, any uh, theories or any test results, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with test results, I guess, but experience is the number one teacher for me. I love how you call yourself a mycologist, a mm -hmm. scientist, yeah. a therapist. And I didn't do that at first. And that's this is you know, super important. important. It was man. It's, it's a weird it's weird when people don't refer to themselves as artists or creatives. Right. You're all that. Mm -hmm. Now in terms of mycologists, that's more of a it's the specialty. Art of that. But it's that is me. That's though. it. And mm. like interviewer, people don't call themselves an interviewer. Mm. I call myself that. You call yourself mycologist, but people don't call. But everybody's an artist. And so now are there different levels? Like some people are sculptors. Some people are painters. painters right. um, interviewers, mm. you know, scientists, therapists, etc. So I see this. I see this sort of this process of as you make the documentary content specifically because as you say media and medicine of earth that this media arm to sort of communicate especially the stories of black americans yes hell yes because yes. that that's basically the see it be it that we were talking about earlier yeah. and that it's an eradication of taboo of xenophobia, yes. of, of, of against bigotry. other experiences, yeah. bigotry against people that have done those experiences and that kind of stuff. So it is the, I love this. I think that's spot on. I think that's the right angle to, just like we were talking about before we started, we're trying to normalize people investigating the nature of consciousness and reality. Yes. Yeah, normalize. So that. well said. Yes. Yes. Yep. And, so and therapy similar. and these other things, it's just not working. It's just not working. Cigarettes, it's not working. And that's <laughs> you know and, and that's why there's like that's why there's this in Advaita Vedanta, there's this direct path and it's very popular in modernity because mm -hmm. I'm not asking people to go to the Theravada Buddhism Vipassana 10-day meditation retreat where you sit in complete right. silence, no eye contact, no technology, right. which is profound for focus. Yeah. And it's, it's very profound for all these other aspects of life. Yes. But in modernity, we can actually get people to investigate their nature of their own existence through a direct process, especially in dialectic, kind of like a Socratic dialogue where yes. the person actually via a question from the from the guru or the the teacher in this case the student from that question 
will come to the realization of self yes through that process and then it also super interesting because then even people that are talking about psychedelics and entheogens or Mm. about self-actualization which is has its own slight different yes than self-realization and so there's all these different ways quote up this many faced mountain top but if we there's also this beauty of just just the a, a question that gets us to inquire into awareness yeah that leads us to realization yeah which is there's no substances and there's no it's so interesting right. that it's that there's yeah. so many of these different ways it's like you can be yeah. triggered by just daily life yeah yeah so that's yeah. that is beautiful and i just say that you don't you don't need it you don't need any of this stuff it just helps a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. That's right. That's all I'll say. You that's don't right. need any of it, but man, if you did it, <laughs> yeah. you just never know. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I push it because it has helped me so much. And that's the only reason I can push it so much because it's helped me in my path yeah. and helped me to realize so much about myself and the world and et cetera, et cetera. So I can only imagine what it would do for other, not only black people, but black men. You know, because just the male in general, in any in race, general. is just cut off and just That's so right. removed from emotion and That's feeling. Right. Yes, so yes. just to be able to get you to start feeling some stuff and realize some things, maybe about your partner, your relationship, maybe you're not doing this or that. It's it's all it's all important because the thing is, it's not these trips aren't just about realizing that you're God. It's also realizing, hey, I'm not eating right. Hey, yeah. uh, do I breathe right? Because it feels weird when I breathe from my chest, but not my stomach. You know, just it just starts to start walking you along Agreed. and nudging you to 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 the to what alignment looks like. Agreed. Yeah. yeah man. I like how you describe it. How there's the sometimes maybe from the teachings of the direct path or Theravada Buddhism or the Old and New Testaments. Sufi mystic traditions, the African Vodun, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that you might not get the same realizations that you get from a psilocybin journey, which can be that, uh, that junk food or that, right. yeah, or I have that all makeup. Why am I wearing makeup? This? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's an interesting but one. But that's yeah. because we're in the Western society. society. So we have yeah, different there realizations. There on. you go. That was there so go. good. Yeah. That's a good one. So someone who's in India who Isn't does psilocybin is going to have a different, different experience. experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially yeah. in LA, what ends up potentially occurring is that you get somebody that might be more driven by getting drunk high materialist to become more spiritual and aware of their need to enrich society. Yes. Because they've been in it. Because they've been in it. That type of thing. And so it's a versus if you're in, yeah, for sure. If you're Mongolia or whatever, whatever, South Korea, wherever you're at, your your worries are different. Different worries. Yeah. And that's very, very rich. Yeah, man. I want to ask, I think it'll be interesting to play, we'll play the last uh, LAX to Chai. I think we'll play okay. that as we exit. Close out, okay. I think that'll be really interesting. That's a good closing. We'll explain yeah. the slices of life, and which yeah. this whole conversation has been, mm-hmm. but consciously creating nostalgia. We'll explain that and then we'll wrap with it. I'm just on the way out. I, ha- I want to ask you, mm-hmm. 
What do you think is the, what do you feel is the nature of these realities? What would be like the purpose? I like asking mm-hmm. that question. Why does consciousness undergo this process in these realities? What would be the why? You, that was a good question. All right. Um, why? Just cause, just cause. So let's go back to, you know, when you say like you get to the mountaintop or you get to this peak of enlightenment and you're like, uh, and then it's like, well, hmm, this is cool, but. I kind of want to experience, let's go back down, you know, let's, after many years of all that I ever wanted, let me get an experience where I don't get what I want. I think it's the exploration of self be just cause like God is an energy that is flowing through all of us. Right. And it's, having these experiences through all of these bodies and these, these, these molds and these mediums to experience. We want it to be grander than that, but it's not. It's the same reason why I'm pushing of earth for the experience. Yeah. It is not, I, to me it is not grander than that. You are the nature of this is it. Yeah. The nature of it is what you're experiencing. Yeah. Yep. That is the nature of it. Yep. And so whatever you're experiencing, that's it. Yeah. That's the purpose. Like I could say the purpose of this is so it'll reach the masses and then they'll be awakened and enlightened and then they'll teach others and they'll <laughs> like yeah, yeah. maybe, 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 you know, like that could be the purpose or maybe I just wanted to hang out with a friend. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not a believer as, as much as I invest my time into the consciousness of this planet and the universe simultaneously, I could give a fuck about it simultaneously. Fuck all this shit. And let's go watch the office. That's me. That's life to me is, is the myriadness of it. The, the the multiple experiences the myriad I love that word a myriad of experiences that you can have I feel like earth is a microcosm of what it all is that's right yeah yeah that's what she was waiting for yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just cause when someone asks me what is the purpose of this just cause I like how you focus on the isness the beingness the experience the exact phenomenological state that awareness is undergoing in this localization of your vehicle mm-hmm. is the purpose. Yes. There's that. And then I would also say that something that I've very <clears throat> excitingly been investigating is that if consciousness is exploring an unbounded map of experiences Mm -hmm. that there's you know beyond this 
four limb, two eye, carbon based DNA encoded vehicle. Mm-hmm. There's myriad infinite imagination vehicles yes. that consciousness can use to explore. Yeah. And there's myriad, just like you taste your favorite food, mm-hmm. there's all these different tastes of phenomenological experiences that yeah. you can undergo. <laughs> yeah. And so, if we're truly exploring infinity, then that's why we've eternally been doing that and we will keep doing it. And that's why people like Sir Roger Penrose, who won the 2020 Nobel Prize in Physics, mm. believes in cyclic cosmology, okay. which is beautiful. It literally means what is that. that yeah. Finally, science is beginning to become closer and closely intertwined with perennial spiritual wisdoms, uh, so okay. that so that the cyclic the cyclicity of reality. Yeah. Although we're not coming back to this exact one where it's going to be Skyra and Sunny and Atlas, it's going to be completely on the next Ouroboros something that's completely uniquely different. In that it's potential that that quote metaverse, that mm. synthesis of artificial general intelligence and, mm. and infinite designer realities mm. and biotech and neurotech and simulation theory mm. may in fact be where we're going, which is why it makes so much sense when you put on the virtual reality headset and it's completely indistinguishable and you go in and 80 years yeah. later you pop out. Yeah. How is this not already that? And so that that's the sort of that's the cycles. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the potential idea. And yeah. I see why he got an award for that. <laughs> I see why he got an award for that. Yeah, that's and he's he's tackling it from a specific take. And yeah. so he's ta- he's tackling it from a very physics driven take, which is needed. It's very needed, but it's also in a sense. It's very siloed because mm-hmm. it's it's very physicalism driven. Yes. And so there's that's the whole silo, which psilocybin shatters the mm-hmm. silos. <laughs> and then you're able to incorporate spirituality. You're able to incorporate the a virtual realities, yeah. the simulation theory, artificial general intelligence. Because when you can incorporate all of those into the amalgamation, mm. then you get more and more unique insights that are not siloed in a specific thing like physicalism or spirituality that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And just with the, the unique insights, earth has been what it, I call, I've, I've read somewhere that earth was a rebellion planet, meaning that earth could have been evolved, but it's like something or someone, some, whatever it is stopping it from going past a certain point. Yeah. Um, and, that's what this is all about. We're literally, I, I feel they, they say that all the beings in the galaxies are looking at Earth right now. Yep. Right. Because they're trying to see if we're going to get past this yep. rebellion point. And we are. That's the point of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is what's happening right now. We're, we're, we're bursting past that. And I can definitely see VR. You know, I had a, a, a like, I don't want an issue, but like a, a problem with VR at first. But I'm like, after, after hearing what you're saying, I'm like, okay. It's, it's, it can be like a tool and it, it can be a tool in a way for us to start that pathway because at the end of the day, we're going to get to a point where we are exploring with our physical bodies. We're not putting the glasses on and exploring, yeah. but maybe we get, we, we, we get intrigued to even do that from being within those glasses. Yeah. 
Yep. And it's just this big cycle of, like yep. you said, then, yep. then we're actually living the virtual experience. Yes. So yes. then we use an artificial virtual experience to intrigue us more to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. What you get, what you get is you get a, a process of, as we described earlier, this idea of 20,000 breaths per day, and we're trying to assist people with the process of visualizing the phytoplankton in the trees that provide us with that mm -hmm. photosynthesis of that O2. Yeah. But then when you immerse yourself in the virtual environment, you actually see the depth of the interconnectedness and the interdependence happening on every single one of the inhales, and you visualize that and you experience it. Mm -hmm. So you become more and more awake and aware and enlightened to that process, that interdependent interconnectedness, that unity, that symphony, fantastic. Right. And then you get into the deeper sort of Ready Player One style, full mm -hmm. haptic suits, full immersive technologies, right. 80 years at a time. And then you become that, again, that awakening, that reflective mechanism, that recursive mechanism kicks in. But there was one other thing that you said that really lit me. It was that it's been told now over and over again by perennial spiritual traditions that and it's kind of become also slightly new agey in its sense. And I think it's really powerful. One of the interesting things that the new age movement talks about, which is that earth is a place that there's this big long line of, of souls that want to incarnate mm -hmm. because it's this, this, yeah, it's such a heaven. This it's, it, it's, place it's, to be. it's at that, perfect spot mm -hmm. because it's the enlightenment has been there's like a perfect amount of people incarnate that are not focused on that so that there's just enough of the contrast contrast in the the anthropogenic fermi filters like mm -hmm. nuclear bombs and the affecting the climate right, and right. the and the bio warfare and artificial general intelligence and all these problems because mm -hmm. we're not morally and ethically and spiritually awake to those things. Right. And so it creates like the perfect like 7.8 billion people that are currently asleep to that. And then the 0.2 billion people that are like, wake up. Right, right, and right. so it's like hilarious that that is happening as yeah. a big pressure cooker and it makes it really an interesting place and I, yeah. I, I like that take on it and yeah. it might be a subjective story that consciousness is telling itself yeah. but it's also kind of creative and imaginative and right. playful and yeah yeah <laughs> and I think these are all subjective stories yeah really I guess that we live out <laughs> uh, last question sure what is your favorite food <laughs> <laughs> man that is an excellent question um my favorite food i don't even know do i have a favorite food i don't want to say alfredo like everybody else um <laughs> you know what though i'll give you my favorite meal uh -huh. that i feel like i have recently that was so damn good and this is vegan chicken carbonara Ooh. from shout out to pura vita in la and west Ooh. hollywood that damn thing is spectacular um also we just had thanksgiving and um my partner cooked an amazing meal um, and that was also good. So I love vegan soul food. Vegan soul food. Yes. Ooh, 
Yeah. Oh damn. Because they that, we haven't had nostalgia. that one on the show. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, get some nostalgia. Yeah, I got to bring you some. Uh, get some nostalgia, I and it, it just uh, I don't know. It, just, it tastes good. And just yeah, full and, totally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I actually had some in Bayview in the Bay Area, oh, um, okay. vegan soul food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really really good, and I uh, <laughs> I, I agree that that's a really good one. We haven't had that one on the show yet. It's yeah. a good answer, and then it kind of leads us, you know, as you talk about nostalgia, mm-hmm. that yeah. that leads us to this, which is that you have this um, title, a slice of life force. And you have this fascination with capturing these slices of life, mm-hmm. consciously creating nostalgia. We were joking around before we started that, mm-hmm. you know, I get the hilarity of not only doing this process of having these guests blossom like the flowers they are and we get to smell their aroma and that's, mm. and that's beautiful. Yeah. But I get to also create that nostalgia where I go back to 2017 and I watch myself undergo the <laughs> process of trying to interview people and seeing how much worse I was at the process and how funny that is to me. Yeah. And so <clears throat> what you've done with your media content is you also create these slices of life, this nostalgia for you to also yes. go back to. <clears throat> and something that you were saying was that you had this moment and we'll, we'll end with the clip. You had this moment where you basically could travel and you picked Chicago mm-hmm. to go to in the winter. In the winter. When we know People that. Are, like, are you fucking serious? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm from Sioux Falls yeah. and I did 17 winters. And so <laughs> I, I know what, what that's like. And so it's interesting that as you went, you documented a really interesting part of the video for me is when you have your friend in the video that mm-hmm. says that, you know, when you're in it. Right. That you don't really, really notice. You don't notice that ethereal surreal beauty yeah and until somebody else comes in and comes says hey in. you don't see that you don't see that right and it's like oh shit that's right, right. i do like, live around I the corner do. from this <laughs> exactly yeah exactly. someone else sees the beauty and it mm-hmm. reminds you yeah after living in it for so long and that's in a sense also on a micro scale what's mm-hmm. happening on the macro scale with us yeah doing the process of consciousness investigating its own awareness mm-hmm. because when we trigger other people to do that then they go Oh my God! I've been in God this whole time. Right, and I, I I I love I love displaying also contrast. One of my favorite things that I put in there was I went to a botanical garden. So yeah, I'm in Chicago, but now you don't even see snow. You're looking at it's like you're in Bali somewhere. And I and I wanted that included. People say that when they watch it, they feel like they're there. Um, yep. And I know that might seem like a cliche comment, but that's important to me because I'm I'm wanting you to be there with me. That's the nostalgia of it. So you can have a nostalgic moment with this and you weren't even there. Your nostalgia comes from the video this because is, it yeah. felt like you were. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I said, I love nostalgia. I love nostalgic moments. I don't sit in them too long because it's the past. Yep. But I love that replay. Yeah. I love that replay. It just feels yeah. good. You, you're, you're there. You can smell the smells. And I want that's what I wanted for this film. I want you to be able to be there and, and smell the smells and feel the feel the feels. I'm like feeling a leaf. I'm, you see the snow. Like I'm just trying to give you feels so you're truly immersed in the experience. And yes, I went in the winter because I just wanted an experience. It was gonna be a slice of life. And while I was there, it snowed, rained, and it hailed. 
Like I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm getting it. Like yeah. I'm getting yeah. Chicago yeah. in its fullness yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was beautiful. So I'm definitely excited for people to see this. And um, it is it's here because it is my favorite film. Um, it wow. brings the mo- the most emotion out of me. Like we watched it earlier before this, and I teared up, and I'll probably do the same again because I don't know. And maybe people will see when they see it, but it just has a feeling to it that it's just not replaceable. So, yeah, I love it. A slice <laughs> of life force and everyone we're gonna go ahead and wrap with the video so check out the links in the bio below again we have the skyra of earth youtube channel check that out it's fantastic Mm -hmm. so many great pieces of media content on there we have the instagram profile for skyra of earth and we have the instagram profile also for healing hustlers so check those out and support them you can support us as well our links are in the bio below you can support the other artists entrepreneurs scientists spiritual leaders engineers people in your communities that are building the future support them help them manifest their dreams into the world we love you very much let us know your thoughts in the comments below on the episode we would love to hear from you and subscribe like the video share the video with other people that need to hear this type of wisdom share it share it and that's all, folks. We love you very much. I appreciate this so much. This was amazing. We crushed Seriously. it. We, we crushed literally, it. like, we crushed it. I perfect. Know. There's no... <laughs> Blossom. <laughs> I love it. It's like the aroma. I'm serious. That flower analogy yeah. is so rich. It's like I the, like that, yeah. the yeah. aroma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful all dance. Right. All right. Here we go, folks. We have the last video for you. And we're going to go ahead and mute the mics. And play the video. We love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. See you soon. Happiness is such a I think I would describe love as happiness. I think I'd describe it as a beautiful journey. Um, you know, it has its ups and downs. Right? Whether it's in marriage, whether it's in a career, you know, things are never perfect. But through love, you continue to persevere and you move through. You move through. And then through that storm beautiful sun emerges right and inevitably another storm comes and guess what you ride that one out too so i think love is a certain determination and persistence to go through the good times and the bad times with the someone or something uh, that you truly love
stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.